everybody. Welcome to I Need God Pod. God lover Kyle here, and today we're with a special guest, Mackenzie Thomas. Do you want to just read your prayer? I would love to read my prayer. It's from a Rilo Kylie song, which is um, like scripture to me. <laughs> um, the absence of God will bring you comfort, baby. I'm planning for the poor, so let's pretend that we're rich. And I'm not my body or how I choose to destroy it. Folk singers sing songs for the working baby. We're just recreation for all those doctors and lawyers. that <laughs> you know what rilo kylie hits honestly um a better yeah. son or daughter is like Oof. such a good song i um, am a huge rilo kylie like stan which I, love I, I was barely even existing when like they were at their prime but i found their song glendora on youtube when i was 12 and it just wow. stayed in my head for years, and then I got older, and they are my favorite band, like, ever. That's very sweet. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, music is so powerful. Like, do you find, like, being a stan fulfills any religious purpose for you? I have been a stan of things, like, all across the board. Mm. Um, I find that's actually funny that you say that I, I was a huge, I, I, I was a huge like Grimes stan. Mm. Um, I was a huge stan of the actor Bill Hader from ages 11 to 19. (laughs) Um, and I think like standum is so funny because when you're someone that's like struggling or like looking for purpose, like. Sometimes mm-hmm. standing something does help. Yeah, uh-huh, I know. I I definitely think that's true from my own personal experience as well. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm a Gaga stan. Okay, great. Like, I'm a little monster, like, paws up all the way. Okay, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too, um, me too, me too. Okay, so, like, before we talk about that a little more, I guess, just, like, an introduction to who you are. You're kind of, like, a comedic artist, Sure. Um, That's a really <laughs> funny choice of words, Kyle. That's a really funny right? choice of words. I went to college. My major was comedic arts. Okay. Yeah. That's your major. Like, wait, you went to college for comedic arts? Dude, Explain. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Emerson. It's like a liberal arts mm-hmm. school in Boston. It's the reason I am in so much debt. Um, mm-hmm. And I went, I basically like, they were the only program in the country where you could study comedy. And that's mm-hmm. really what I thought I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to like be a Tina Fey. I wanted to like, I wanted to live like a 30 rock fantasy for a really long time. And especially mm-hmm. at the time where I was like, picking colleges and so yeah Mm -hmm. I majored in comedic arts actually wow (laughs) I applied to Emerson 
but I went to NYU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, actually, good for you. Um, yeah. Emerson is a really nasty, hellish place. Yeah, college is yeah. bad in general. I think. Yeah, yeah. From, I didn't from love my it. experience, that's a great. I went to school for performance studies. Funnily, so it's like similar. Mm-hmm. It's just like concerned with like the the more like brainy academic like part about like what performance does like why like what is happening when like performance oh, I love works that, you know what I, I mean? wish I wish I wish my college experience was more like that I so mm-hmm. desperately wanted to like dive into the meaning behind like what makes us laugh exploring like pushing the bounds of comedy but really a lot of it was history stuff not a lot of like room for experimentation we did like sketch i was a part of a sketch troupe like obviously um oh yeah (laughs) um but yeah i wish i was able to push the bounds more yeah i mean there's still time you're so young life is a whole ahead of you i'm sure there's so much more for you to come thinking of like humor and comedy have you ever thought about like how there's some spirituality to laughter. Has that ever occurred to you? It has actually occurred to me a couple times, a lot, actually. I think for a really long time, comedy and not just comedy, scratch that, like just Mm -hmm. laughing and doing stuff that makes me laugh has been some of the moments in my life where I felt closest to myself and like Mm -hmm. closest to the universe and like whatever Mm -hmm. that means to me like um I think I used to do this practice in my one of my old apartments had like a huge mirror in the bathroom and every night I would go in there and just not dance but like move my body in a way that made me just like lose my mind laughing yeah and uh to me, that's, like, very spiritual and sweet, and um, I feel, like, really connected with myself and, like, the world when I do. Yeah, like it's, like, relieving in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of just made me have this memory that, like, right before the pandemic started, I was going to these classes that were called laughter yoga, and, oh like... Heard of, ba- it, heard of it, heard of it, heard of it? Heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it's, like, really trippy, because I just... I went to, like, a random... YMCA or something and it's just like a group of adults like we're all just walking around like laughing at each other and doing these like really childlike things and like forcing laughter and apparently like your brain doesn't know the difference between fake and real laughter so like even if you're just forcing yourself to laugh you still receive the chemical benefits of true laughter I'm so, so like jealous. that's yes but that's kind of like the premise of laughter yoga but that kind of what you were just saying just reminded me of laughter yoga. Yeah. Did you um, have to pay for it? Oh no, no. There's a suggested That's donation. That's so awesome. Yeah, and it was actually part of this artist's this artist organized it and that's how I got involved with going to the classes because he was doing an art show where like his sculptures were on display and then we were going to perform laughter yoga around his art, kind of like laughing at the art, mm-hmm. but in a more like, you know, structured way, I guess. Um, anyway, that's a whole side story about me. This podcast isn't just about me. We only have so much time. Uh, <laughs> something, I guess, before we get into your psychosis. Yeah. Um, I just want to also like, 
tell the audience about why they may know you is because you've had this really successful series of diary readings on TikTok where like your TikTok is already very diaristic, but then these are literally just you reading your diary from like six, seven, eight years ago, maybe a little more than that. Like, how does it feel to, like, how does it feel to have, to like have a viral series and like to share yourself like that? Has there been anything like interesting you've seen come from that? I, the diary stuff is like, actually has kind of a crazy story to it Mm. um, that a lot of people wouldn't know. It's like, you would have to have a copy of um, a newspaper from my hometown from like 2015 to like know the story. Um, But nobody has that besides me. Um, But I um, was in high school And I found my diaries from middle school and texted my friend Simone and was like, these are so funny, LOL. And she was like, wait, I have some, sent them to me. We were like, let's do a show where we read from our diaries for the whole town. And we advertised it. We had other people read like their stuff. Um, And the, it was like a room full of like a hundred people, high school kids, like their parents. And we would read our diaries and the show was called dear god it's us um wow. it took place in montclair new jersey um where i'm mm-hmm. from represent and, and um it was magical and amazing and um i've i've just kept these diaries and i've kept on journaling my whole life mm. um and i brought them to college tried to do stuff with my diaries there it was not really well received at Emerson. Um, And then I sat on it for a little bit, graduated. And then I was like, let me just try to bring these to TikTok. And I did. And it was really well received. And it feels nice to be able to share parts of myself that I felt maybe disgusting about. I felt shame. I (laughs) felt embarrassed I felt like you know sharing my like what I thought were shortcomings like mm-hmm, to see a lot to people yeah to see people like respond to those mm-hmm. things and relate to them is a great feeling for me but mm-hmm. it also is nice to know it's a good feeling for them as well yeah like, yeah it's cool that um that it's kind of like a thing that is an ongoing practice in your life that it wasn't just like oh I'm gonna post these to TikTok like you literally did it in real life already like you had a whole like I have been obsessed with self-documentation from the second I was able to like get Mm -hmm. a video camera and watch myself back on it Mm -hmm. um and you know I've had people be like Mackenzie like in my TikTok comments but which is like the worst like a a mean comment on tiktok a mean comment on tiktok is like oh scathing oh cutting like people are like you're such a narcissist like Mm -hmm. your whole practice your whole life like everything revolves around you like blah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah okay i don't think i'm a narcissist but yeah my whole practice and like artistic practice is about me um i've been (laughs) i've been documenting myself forever mm-hmm. and it's just I'm an only child okay. um and I'm like obsessed with just like I mean, being able fine. to tell myself that I exist 
Yeah, I'm so similar <laughs> to you. I relate to you in a way because, like, I'm very much, like, self-obsessed, I guess, been called a narcissist and, like, interested in the art of myself or just, like, documenting my life and trying to not lose my information. I love the feeling of looking back on stuff that I made a couple years ago or last week or I love self-reflection I guess yeah yeah it's just about growth and like Mm -hmm. owning being like like the confessional aspect to your work is it's just interesting and good I feel like more confessional work should be done honestly Mm -hmm. I'm not embarrassed I don't have if if what I'm saying is like funny or someone's getting something from it, I don't feel self-cringe, and I don't Mm. feel like I'm embarrassing. Like, Mm -hmm. people will tell me all the time, like, girl, like, this was five years ago. You're posting a diary entry from five years ago. Like, you should have really sat on this. Like, I'm sorry, (laughs) but, like, it's fucking hilarious. How can I sit on this? Like, I I can't. Yeah. Like, I I kind of have a question about it, too, is because... I don't know what your zodiac signs are or anything, but for me, I often find that I'm, like, performing for, like, an imagined audience or, like, my future self. So, like, I'm wondering, like, how much when you were writing these diary entries, were they, like, consciously a performance for the future at all? Or was it, like, not? Okay, I'll tell you something about me astrologically. That okay. might make sense. I know you're okay. into astrology. Um, yeah. I've done yeah. my homework. Um, okay. I'm a Sagittarius sun. Okay. Leo rising. Okay. Aquarius moon. Oh, amazing. Um, I see, I'm, a, I, I'm a Leo sun and a Sagittarius rising. Oh, okay, cool. So a little bit flipped there. So okay, cool. If you're, I, yeah. I have always been performing for me like Mm I I've loved to make myself laugh Mm -hmm. um I've been I've I mean I've been through a lot being a person like like everyone Mm -hmm. but the one thing I know that I can do even at my like lowest is I can make myself crack the fuck up and even when I'm writing like dramatically like as a kid in these diary entries like Mm -hmm. I was still sitting there being like, LOL. Like, I am so funny. (laughs) Like, LOL. But, like, also just not taking myself very seriously and Mm -hmm. exploring myself and my emotions, like, actually, like, gives me so much license to, like, live life freely. Like, if I'm performing for myself, then, like, I'm free. Right. Right. Like, you only have to please yourself, really. It's There's no pressure. Um, Yeah. In a way. That's really interesting. That is very Sagittarian and Leo combined. And then having an Aquarius moon is nice. It makes you cool, chill in a way. Or just like your emotions are more intellectualized, which Mm -hmm. can be annoying. But... um, I think my Aquarius moon kicks in because I can like convince myself of like anything. It's like really bad. Like I, if I have a hunch, like God forbid, whoever's mm. at the end of mm. that hunch, you could like, see I all sides, kind of. Anything. You could turn things in your head, um, and see things yes. in different ways. I'm a turner for sure. Like I, yeah. like I'm turning the apple in my head, and I can see every, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every yeah. side of it. 
I feel like that with Sagittarius and Aquarius, it's it's kind of like them working together. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is not an astrology podcast. It's a God podcast. It's And yeah. in the most broad sense, obviously, it's just anything God. So basically, you reached out to me being like, I, did. I, had, I have a story to tell. And I don't know if you told this story in any public way before, but basically you're saying... It's about psychosis and your institutionalization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did this happen during college? Of course. Yes. It happened in 2019. If I knew the pandemic was coming, I would have scheduled it for another time. Um, mm-hmm. But it happened in 2019 in, I would, like, late 2018, and then I was institutionalized in January of 2019 for about a week and a half. Okay. Um, which is wild to think about. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, let's like get into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, like let's, let's do a get tell into off. let's get into my episode of psychosis where I thought that I was the Messiah. You've reached the end of our free episode, but there are 40 more minutes of conversation with Mackenzie on our Patreon at patreon.com slash I need God. If you subscribe at the $5 tier or above, you'll unlock this episode and every episode um, from I need God. And you'll get to listen to Mackenzie talk about her psychotic break. And we talk about Tumblr and growing up online and her art show that she had. Yeah, it's all on the Patreon. Thanks for listening to the free episode. And we'd like to say a little prayer now for everyone who's joined us at the Angel Cheer and Above. These people are the reason why the show goes on. So let's just all say a prayer for them. Allison White, Casey, Colin G, Dakota Garcia, Jenna, Sarah, Kylie Gurley, Neve Parker, Nicole Sosserman, Nicole Gautier, and Tyler Hill. Lord, hear our prayer. <laughs>